Would anyone like to read Terminal 3? I'll read. Feels like it's been forever. And then <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. I'm like, if I, don't, if I don't get here today, it's like we're never going to finish. <laughs> 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 Alright, you ready to go? <coughs> Alrighty, Jonah 3 says Jonah goes to Nineveh. Says, then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message I give you. Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. Now Nineveh was a very large city. It took three days to go through it. Jonah began by going a day's journey into the city, proclaiming, Forty more days and Nineveh will be overthrown. The Ninevites believed God. They declared a fast, and all of them, from the greatest to the least, put on sackcloth. When the news reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne, took off his royal robes, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat down in the dust. Then he issued a pro proclamation in Nineveh, by the decree of the king and his nobles. Do not let people or animals or herds or flocks taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink, but let people and animals be covered with sackcloth. Let everyone call urgently on God. Let them give up their evil ways and their violence. Who knows, God may yet relent and with compassion turn from his fierce anger so that he will not so that yeah, so that we will not perish. When God saw that they did what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he relented and did not bring on them the destruction he had threatened. Something that I thought was kind of I guess I don't know if it's not really funny, but just kinda of stood out to me is that they put sackcloth on the animals too yeah. uh -huh. <laughs> and they didn't let the animals eat either mm -hmm. like they weren't they weren't playing around yeah. <laughs> yeah it's kind of you see their response to God's word and how they reacted to it as opposed to Jonah's mm -hmm. reaction to God's word yeah and you know as the story unfolds you kind of question whether Jonah was really all that repentant when he was in the, in the fish, you know. Mm -hmm. When you when you see that the people before him that were on the boat, yeah. how they reacted, they repented, mm -hmm. they got saved, and they started worshiping the Lord like right away. Yeah. And then the people in Nineveh repent, even to the point of like sacrificing you know, everything, their animals and everything and humbled humbleness, complete humbleness right away. But then Jonah's like you know you know you know, you know we mm -hmm. talked last week about his prayer. Not last week, but two weeks like, ago. Yeah. <laughs> three weeks ago. Something like that. Oh, you weren't here for chapter two. Mm -mm. It might have been three weeks ago by now. So <laughs> You know, in chapter in chapter two, it's just it's his prayer from inside the fish, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and something that <clears throat> we were talking about is how his prayer lacked some things. Like his prayer was actually forced. You know, when you're stuck in that situation right. and you got no other what nothing else do? to do, what are you gonna do? Right. So his prayer was forced. Mm -hmm. There's no confession or guilt of wrongdoing. In his prayer mm -hmm. he didn't ask for forgiveness 
Right. He acknowledges acknowledges a dangerous situation, but he doesn't acknowledge the cause. And he elevated himself above everybody else. Mm. So you see Jonah doing that, uh, like the people before the fish and the people after the fish are just completely humbling themselves. And <laughs> yeah. The contrast is yeah. amazing. Meanwhile, the word of the Lord came to him a second time. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> he's just not getting it. Yeah. This like, whole this whole like progression, and I, I don't want to say too much on this because what I'm going to say is kind of deals with chapter 4. But like, especially with his response and stuff like that, kind of reminds me of like the prodigal son story, because I feel like Jonah's the the older the older brother or whatever, the one that stays there and is, you know, because you see his response to people getting saved, or you see his response, the other guy's response to his brother who was lost being found, mm -hmm. you know, like. I just, I just a, it seems like a parallel between the two stories. Mm -hmm. you know, like there's pride. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I noticed from this chapter, verse 1 and 2, says next, God spoke to Jonah a second time, <clears throat> up on your feet and on your way to the big city of Nineveh, preach to them, they're in a bad way, I can't ignore it any longer. So he didn't give Jonah, like, any time to, like, collect his thoughts mm -hmm. or it was like... You're out of the fish. Up, yeah, <laughs> spit up onto the shore and now you... Let's like, go to Nineveh. Yeah. That's true. Um, So the people of Nineveh listened and trusted God. They proclaimed a city-wide fast and dressed in burlap to show their repentance. Everyone did it, rich and poor, famous and obscure, leaders and followers. So, like, this is basically Jonah's greatest moment mm -hmm. from what we know of him. And I find it ironic that his greatest moment came right after his worst, worst moment. Worst, yeah. He had just he'd just gotten out of being at the lowest of low and he is now like at his highest mm -hmm. of high point. I was thinking because I never realized how big Nineveh was. That's what yeah, I was looking at. <laughs> Three days. That's what I was looking at. <laughs> what the heck? I was doing some research on that. And there are people that think that either Nineveh was much bigger at this point than it was or is now mm -hmm. or that there were parts of Syria included in his in his journey because apparently Nineveh is really not that big, not that big. big. Hmm. like especially not a three day walk yeah hmm. I just yeah just saying I, I I need to go through different translations on that because mine just says now Nineveh was a very large city. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mine says an exceedingly great city, a three-day journey in extent. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering why they called it out the size of it. Hmm. Like, why? What's the importance of it being so big that it took three days to go through? Because um, 
verse 4 says, you know, Jonah began by going a day's journey into the city and making the proclamation, and then everything goes from there. Nothing is ever said about a second or third day journey into Nineveh because everything happened. So what do we think the importance was? Well, one a one-day journey in would get it to almost the middle, middle. of the city. The city. Like, I wonder mm-hmm. if that holds a significance yeah, as worded. being in the middle for... That's true. I, who knows? Yeah, this is probably split in hairs, but like, depending on how it's worded, it, almost seems, it doesn't necessarily say that Jonah went throughout the whole city. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's mm-hmm. just saying, okay, that's, yeah. it's, it's saying it's three days to go through it, I guess, to to give a picture as to how big it how is. How big it is. But at the same time, it just says Jonah began by going a day's journey. But it doesn't say, but right, right after that, it goes to them declaring a fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm probably splitting hairs here, but I'm like, I'm, I'm wondering if he did he technically go throughout the whole city, or did he just kind of, like Melody said, go to the middle of it, and then maybe yeah. they just passed on the word. Right. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Because that's a lot of people to tell. <laughs> yeah. The no. message, sorry, the message says in 40 days, Nineveh will be smashed. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine how many times you have to repeat that to tell mm-hmm. how many thousands of people. Well, <laughs> that's what I was thinking about. Like, he has this urgent message. Like, how do, do you frantically go, Brad, this is going to happen, Brad? This is, yeah. Bob, this yeah, is going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. I got to keep going. I got to keep. Like, how do you reach I don't see Jonah and that guy? Well, no, you, <laughs> don't have, you don't have, like, megaphones or microphones yeah, right. or like, anything how do like you that. Like, there has to be, like, I don't know. Maybe there's some way he got like large crowds together. Well, and then they maybe they spread out after that. There had to be a way because, I mean, so the people of Nineveh listened and trusted God. They proclaimed a citywide fast. Like, it had to have reached everyone. Right. So, like, yeah. What happened mm-hmm. was God made a 250 inch flat screen. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he wanted to, he could, it up. But <laughs> plugged it into his own laptop and said, this is going to happen. Y'all better watch out. You know what I find interesting? <laughs> smash. <laughs> this is just something that sticks out to me. It's kind of going off of the... I know you like to go through, like, sequentially. But no, no. It's, so, not go for it. the message... Um, the end of verse 5 says every so they proclaimed the citywide fast dressed in burlap to show their repentance everyone did it rich and poor famous and obscure leaders and followers and then it goes on about the king of Nineveh and he got you know off his throne and went in burlap and issued the public proclamation um, and says everyone must turn around turn back from the evil life and the violent ways that stay in their hands who knows maybe God will turn around and change his mind God saw what they had done that they had turned from their evil lives and he did change his mind about them what he said he would do to them he didn't do and I just like to me it sticks out as everyone did it like that's the kind of stuff that happens when you're unified with each other like Everyone, rich, poor, famous, obscure, leaders and followers. Everyone. Leaders. Like. Survival. Yeah, like, if everyone, if everyone's doing it, like, God will see that, and he can change the course of the destruction that might be slated for you. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know, that just stuck out to me. Like, everyone did it. Mm-hmm. Everybody was just like everybody else. There was no... I was reading verse 6, and it, I think it makes a little bit more sense to what I was thinking about it. It says, when the news reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne and he did all that stuff. So that tells me Jonah didn't go directly to the king and tell him. Right. right. So people did relay what he said. So that, to me, I'm guessing he probably just told a few bigger crowds probably. Mm-hmm. And then they, they, because of his anointing and his God putting that on him, they believed what he said and took it seriously <coughs> and Word spread it. So that, that would make more sense. So Something else I wonder that I just kind of picked up on it said that they proclaimed a citywide fast, but that was before the message had reached the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who proclaimed the citywide fast? It says mm. they. Yeah. <laughs> like the people believed God and proclaimed a fast. Probably, probably like maybe if they had some. So I'm sure they had some kind of leadership in the city. Uh, whoever, because somebody has to have like authority over. The masses. <laughs> but wasn't that but. a standard like protocol but. that they did? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I that know. sackcloth's been men- has is mentioned a couple times in the Bible. Like, I wonder if that's their standard, like equivalent Personally. equivalent of us doing. Like, I don't know. I mean, we fast, but. I think the people dressing in sackcloth was a, like a, a symbol, symbol of symbol. mourning. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. if somebody like died, died. Was, right. you know, like they put sackcloth yep. on. They sprinkled like dust on their heads and mm-hmm. all that stuff. They beat their chest. <laughs> yeah. A lot of wailing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so my question is, is Jonah get spit out from the fish? And then, like, Brandon, you were saying, right away, no respite, God says, go to the city. So he walks into Nineveh, covered <laughs> from the sea, from the yeah. fish. Mm-hmm. I, I want, if somebody would come up to you and say, 40 more days and Nineveh is going to be smashed. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you look at him like, you are out of your mind? <laughs> mm-hmm. I I mean, obviously it's God working, but how, I mean, God just worked that, I yeah. mean, that, that, that the people, the Ninevites would have the ears to hear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just, I'm trying to picture him like, all like weary and <laughs> gross and smelly walking up to the Ninevites. Slimy, the, probably. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> But how powerful, like that's another another thing that I picked out of this, this chapter is how powerful must God's word have been the word, yeah. to not only change the people, but to change the king and to affect even the animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, not just everybody, but everything mm-hmm. yeah. in the city. Mm-hmm. Was affected by this word from from God, <laughs> and it all started with Jonah. Yeah, and it started with a guy who needed to be told a second time. Probably <laughs> isn't even. Right. Uh, obviously, we read 
we've read through chapter four, we know that his heart is still not in the right place. Right. Yet God was able to use this guy to deliver a, a word so powerful that it changed an entire city, including its animals. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So, what does that mean for us? Like, if the dead's the one you know that speaks to me, don't put him in a box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Don't restrict him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously, it'd be better to have the right heart, to have a soft heart about it, but does it mean he won't still mm-hmm. do what he's going to do? <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, something that you hear a lot of pe- people say is, I just I don't feel like I'm worthy of delivering on a word. <laughs> Let me tell you about no Jonah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, there's no excuse. Yeah. So I, I'm really glad that we've kind of had a couple weeks of break because through the week I've I've been reading it and rereading it and rereading it. And yesterday I saw something that really stuck out to me. I want to share that. So it says, When the message reached the king of Nineveh, he got up off his throne, threw down his royal robes, dressed in burlap, and sat down in the the dirt. I want to go to Philippians and read something. Philippians chapter 2. That's what I'm looking for. I have verse, I would say probably, I'd probably start at six. Okay. Of what? Philippians 2. I don't know if I can separate the pages. I'll get to it. I forgot where we're coming from. There we go. Though he was in the form of God, he did not consider being equal with God something to exploit, but he emptied himself by taking the form of a slave, by becoming like human beings. When he found himself in the form of a human, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. This is talking about Jesus. Mm -hmm. So when I read that this king got up off of his throne mm. threw down his royal robes yes. dressed in burlap and sat down in the dirt I see a picture of the same exact thing Jesus did right. he got up off of his throne mm-hmm. took off his royal robes humbled yeah. himself came down 
as a man created from the dirt. Mm-hmm. And what the king did here issued a public procl- proclamation throughout Nineveh authorized by him and his leaders. Not one drop of water, not one bite of food for man, woman, or animal, including your herds and flocks. Dress them all, both people and animals, in burlap and send up a cry for help to God. Everyone must turn around, turn back from an evil life and the violent ways that stain their hands. Who knows, maybe God will turn around and change his mind about us. Quit being angry with us and let us live. So, the actions of the king humbly stepping off his throne, giving up his royalty, and coming down into the dirt with the rest of the people, proclaiming what he did, was what actually Mm -hmm. saved that city from Mm -hmm. destruction. That's true. It's exactly what Jesus did. Remember earlier tonight when I said I had something? That's mm-hmm. exactly what I was. Was it? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that it did. It wasn't until the king mm-hmm. came down and did that. That. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like when I read when I was reading it yesterday, I was at work. I was on my lunch break. I was like, whoa. I gotta write that one down. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I did not pick up the whole like parallel between him getting off the throne and like that piece. I did like that didn't pick up, but I I noticed that. Mm-hmm. I also I might be. Uh, sometimes I wonder if I dissect stuff too much. That's what I was telling him earlier. Like sometimes I wonder, but. My version, verse 10 says, Then God saw their works. They turned from their evil way, and he relented, and, you know, their disaster. And it made me think, like, that just shows you that they're doing these things in faith that God's going to turn his relent to them and not impose his anger on them. But they they had faith, but then they also did something. Mm-hmm. To, to, you know, change the way that God handled them. Mm-hmm. So it just reminded me, like, you can have faith, but you've got to faith without works. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got to do something, too. You know, my, I'm, my last point was that it, and it was from verse 10, that it's amazing to me that God gives us the opportunity to change his mind mm-hmm. that's good God had yeah. God had a plan in place he told Jonah I'm going to destroy this place because these people are just so wicked this is my plan go and warn them because if they if they decide to to change your ways, I'll change my mind. And that's just like my like I can't mm-hmm. even wrap my 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 own mind about that. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that God gives us an opportunity to change His own heart. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> So 
like, what does that mean? Like, you know, being unified with, like, if church as a whole could become unified, like, what could that do to change God's heart about, you know, something or like just anything? Like, mm-hmm. that's just like a crazy thing to think about. Mm-hmm. Like, we have the power to do the stuff that we're trying to change if we would just like get it yep that's all I have what about about you guys anything else that you're you're picking out of this chapter chapter yeah I think we pretty much yeah I mean if if that's that's it that's it the only thing that I I saw in our verse 5 when we were talking about um, like why that God opened their ears it just says um, you know opened their ears to hear Jonah but they didn't hear Jonah because in chapter 5 the Ninevites believed God like they heard Jonah mm-hmm. but they believed God mm-hmm. yeah that just goes along with that yep, yep. sweet sweet